0: time to cook along with award-winning chef Jean-Georges von Gerichten in his home kitchen. In this episode of Cook Tracks, you won't believe what secret ingredient this culinary mastermind uses to coat his shrimp.
1: Hey everybody, I'm Rach, Rachel Ray, and you're listening to Cook Tracks. It's a brand new, super cool way to cook. Each episode will be right alongside you. Well, Kinda will be in your ear, taking you step-by-step through a dish or a meal in real time. We'll be adding a little pinch of tips, tricks, and fun stories to keep you guys entertained and up your cooking game. Needless to say, we've got your back in the kitchen. I mean it, guys. You literally don't have to worry about a thing. I'm going to keep you on track with my buddy, Cappy. Think of him as our kind of play-by-play announcer for the cook along. And since not all stoves are created equal, boy, do I know that, if you guys get a little caught up, just hit pause. You don't have to read a recipe, and it isn't rocket science. This is not something you're supposed to take seriously. We want you guys to have fun. Follow along, and at the end of each episode, we'll have made a dish or a meal from start to finish together. Gather up your ingredients, pour yourself a drink or a cup of tea, and turn your volume up to 11. This is Cook Tracks. Take it away, Cap.
0: Hey everyone, it's Cappy. The episode you're about to hear was recorded as part of a virtual live at-home series produced by the Food Network and Cooking Channel New York City Wine and Food Festival. I was honored to moderate over 30 of these classes with some of the world's greatest chefs and culinary personalities, and now they're available to you right here on CookTracks. You can find all the ingredients and equipment you need to cook along on our website, cooktracks.com. We hope you're ready to have some fun and remember, some of the chefs follow these recipes to a T while others cook from the heart and use their recipe as a guide. I want to mention that the money raised, over $400,000, from the guest participation in these classes went towards the New York City Wine and Food Festival Restaurant Employee Relief Fund, supporting the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation to help New York State restaurant workers hit by the COVID-19 crisis. If you'd like to learn more and give to the fund, please visit chooserestaurants.org or nycwff.org backslash relief. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you and enjoy this episode. All righty, today's guest needs zero introduction. We know why we're here. He's worked under some of the best chefs in the world. He is one of the best chefs in the world. And he's trained some of the best chefs in the world. So I don't know that we could say that for many of our guests that we've had during this series. Um, chef John George, chef, restaurateur, cookbook author. Um, I love that you know you're in a John George restaurant or someone has worked with John George by the flavors that they display through their food. And I think you're all going to get that today. Um, please welcome John George. Hi, chef. Are you there?
2: Hello. Yes, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today. Thank, thank you to the New York uh, Food Festival. And here we are, this is my kitchen.
0: Excellent, I love it. It's a pleasure to have you, chef. So let's, uh, let's share with everybody. I know there's some people cooking along. Let's share what we're making. We could do a roll call of ingredients, take us through what we should have in front of us. And then if we remember, we'll stop for 30 seconds in case anyone needs to run to the fridge or the pantry. Does that sound good?
2: Absolutely. So today we're cooking a corn nut crusted shrimp with a corn broth, chili oil, some ginger, lemongrass, some great flavors. So the first step of this uh, recipe, you can do this probably a couple days before, even a week before. It's the flavored oil. So we're going to flavor olive oil. And we're going to make it spicy. We're going to do olive oil. We're going to use Hungarian paprika. We're going to use uh, Spanish smoked spicy paprika. And this is all going to be... Warm together until it's like a not smoky, but just warm it up. You can see the the colors are already changing. So you warm it up, then you I put it to a sieve with a coffee filter to obtain this beautiful, gorgeous, spicy.
0: Nice, uh, chef. Is that sweet? Is that sweet or hot paprika? Someone's asking.
2: So the Hungarian paprika is sweet. The Spanish is smoky and uh, spicy. Got it. So it's a combination of sweet and spicy.
0: Excellent.
2: Then the second step. So this this oil could be really done way ahead of time, and you can use it for salad dressing. You can use it to drizzle it on fish, on chicken, on rice. Absolutely delicious. For so the next uh, step, we're doing a corn broth. So corn off the cob. So i show you how to put out the corn. I like to put it in a bowl. This way you really don't go too deep. You can really get all the kernels out, all the sweetness of this corn. Season is starting very soon in New York. I think it's already started in Florida, in California. But this is the corn. So the next step of my kernels here, I'm going to slice some shallots, some ginger, and some lemongrass. So slice up shallots. Chef, a couple questions about lemongrass.
0: Uh, first question coming in from Anne. She's asking, she only has dried
2: lemongrass. Should she use it or should she skip it? She could use it. Yeah. Uh, it would, I would do, if I use like, dried lemongrass, I would soak it, I would slice it, would pulverize it if it's a uh, powder, and I would, uh, I would soak it in water oh. for a couple hours.
0: Excellent. so and then,
2: then i do my um, uh, ginger here so you can uh, soak it in water and then use it the same way as I'm using the fresh one so sharp ginger and then
0: is there a good substitution you would recommend for lemongrass or not so much
2: <laughs> I mean a like, substitution lemongrass is very special but you could use a. I would use a, probably a, a zest of a lemon oh okay but make sure you take the pith away I would use a well, grapefruit great peel it would be nice too just to get that amazing fragrant, uh, lemongrass. So a little bit of lemongrass here. I mean, it's difficult to replace lemongrass, but a little lemon peel in that sauce would do, I mean, lemon and corn would work very well or lime would work very well as well.
0: Nice. And a couple of people asking about the corn, everyone, the corn is not cooked yet. We're going to do that. No, no,
2: this is raw. This is still raw. We're going to cook that sauce right now. So shallots, ginger, lemongrass, olive oil, Corn, salt, I'm using a little cayenne pepper. I'm using a little bit of, just to add a little bit of color to my sauce, on flavor, turmeric, and then some water. So there's no stock, it's pure corn flavor. So yeah. here we are. We're going to my uh, stove here. So, see, my stove is pretty simple, I have four burners. I have a little bit of a, a wok, induction wok. So I'm adding olive oil here in my pot. What level heat do you, um, do you have the pot on? Uh, Like medium, medium heat. Okay. I'm adding my, uh, all my ingredients there. Lemongrass, shallots, ginger. We're gonna cook this until it's nicely, nice transparent. You don't want much color, much color. I always do that when I cook for, in front of people. I'm adding a pinch of salt. It makes the, veg- the water comes out of the vegetables, especially the shallots, and uh, it really helps to, uh, to cook it slowly. As you can see, it's all... Uh,
0: Chef, do you have an olive oil preference? Is is it like a regular, Not is that extra virgin or is that a regular like
2: olive oil? I mean, there's, uh, there's so many different kinds of olive oil now from, from Italy, from Spain, from Greece, from California. I mean, uh, they all, uh, For cooking, I would, I would use, uh, I mean, this was an extra virgin olive oil, but I wouldn't wouldn't do anything special when I cook. When Uh I drizzle something on top, I would use uh, something uh, like really like a premium uh, olive oil. Got it. So this is cooking right now. I've got my corn, my water, salt, paprika, We're gonna drop everything here. <laughs> Patricia
0: is cooking along with us today and it looks like she jumped the gun and prepared the corn broth ahead of time. She's, ask, she's asking, should she heat it up now? I
2: got, I got some too.
0: Oh, there you go, Patricia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Patricia and I, we, we, we think like <laughs> So I'm adding the corn. How's it taste, Patricia? Is your uh, corn broth very delicious?
0: I'm going to take a peek in your kitchens here, everyone in the gallery. How's that corn broth coming along? Give me a thumbs up. No one's crying, are they? I see thumbs up. Thanks, Janine. Who else?
2: I'm adding uh, salt. I'm adding the cayenne pepper for the heat. On the turmeric. There we go. I can see all the ingredients are here. And it's already, it already smells good. You how haven't even water, started yet. How much water is that, Chef, approximately? That was about, I think in the recipe is a cup and a half. Okay. I measured everything I had.
0: Great. And
2: then we're gonna cover it up. We're gonna like steep this, cook it slowly, simmer it, for about 10 minutes. Excellent. And then we're gonna blend, that, blend it to a sauce. So let me get rid of this.
0: Shout out to Melissa, wearing her New York City Wine and Food Festival t-shirt. Thank you, Melissa, for
2: supporting. Thank you, thank you. So, I don't know if you're familiar with corn nuts, they're a beautiful snack. Those are organic corn nuts. They actually dry corn. I think this one is a concha, is a, the, it could be hominy, but they dry corn. They be before and dried. I like to crush them, either in a coffee grinder, or you can crush them in a pencil motor. To obtain this beautiful uh, um, corn, kind of a dust, but not too, the only coarse, not too, uh, not too fine. Some egg whites, beaten egg whites, and some flour. So we're gonna braid the the shrimp, after I clean them. Hey, going to come in my fridge? Yeah, what's 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 good in what's there? What's in my fridge? Some hot sauces, I see. I got some strawberry from the market sake, <laughs> milk, some uh, halibut, some asparagus from the market, some hot sauce. Nice. Couple of beers, champagne, all the essential.
0: So, Chef, question for you. I know the corn nuts, they're, they, they're a main component of this dish, but in case someone wasn't able to obtain them, is there something else, like regular breadcrumbs, or something else they may be able to use?
2: I would use a cornmeal, oh, dry cornmeal, it. which is, uh, you know, same flavor, similar flavor. This is just has a little more... Uh, Corn flavor, but a cold meal would be uh, perfect. So, shrimp, what I do, those are shrimp from uh, North Carolina. So, I just peel, I leave the little tail. And then you just cut a little bit here to take the vein out. This one has none. On here are my shrimp, so they just rinse. I'm gonna, uh, I think in the recipe we say five, but I uh, I'm gonna test one. So we're gonna do six for my shrimps. I'm gonna season them with salt, pepper.
0: Chef, is there a reason, uh, Shelly is asking, is there a reason why you use egg whites over whole eggs?
2: I mean, I I think it gives a nicer crust, less rich. I think the shrimp are rich, rich enough. Mm -hmm. And I think the egg whites just, uh, I like to use egg whites in the the breading. You know, when we do a schnitzel or uh, Milanese, I like to use uh, the egg whites. Excellent. Uh, this you could use actually if you don't like shrimp or are allergic to shellfish, you could use this with a piece of sea bass, a piece of salmon. You could use, uh, fresh scallops. You can use any, any kind of, uh, fish, seafood, even with a, a brace of chicken. So flour first. Ah, uh, have to reduce the flame here. Flour first, then egg white. And then the condiments. I mean, look at this breading, Nice. simple, here we are, so I'm going to do the other ones, so flour, egg whites, cornets. So if you do a piece of fish, I like to do only on one side, you know, because the fish is uh, thicker, so when you cook it, you cook it on one side, put it in the oven. You can use this with lobster if you want. You can use this with, uh, you know, different uh, seafood. Like I say, a piece of chicken, a piece of turkey.
0: Nice. Uh, question from Hope. She she said if you don't eat eggs, she's curious if coconut milk would work. That's interesting.
2: Coconut milk is perfect. Awesome. Yeah, you can use anything that uh, sticks to the shrimp. Could be buttermilk. Could be coconut milk. You know. I just the egg white makes it so crunchy yeah here we are so my shrimp are breaded with cornmeal cornmeal corn nuts you know it could be coconut flakes too if you like you know there you go (laughs) or breadcrumbs, panko but so here we are so we we're done with the shrimp any questions so far for the looks pretty simple
0: yeah i think we're we're flying through good questions coming in
2: my broth smells so good, you have no idea. It should be, I don't know who's cooking, but it smells like ginger, sweet corn, lemongrass.
0: And for uh, Liz Liz was asking about a repeat if you substitute shrimp for fish. Yes, that he was saying he does uh, one side if you're doing a filet of fish. If you
2: do a fish of salmon or a piece of sea trout or a sea bass, scallop, I would do only one side. Excellent, thank you. Know. you. All right. I'm going to put my, so then I'm preparing a little pan here with a shallow, I use grapeseed oil. I like to use grapeseed oil. You could use olive oil if you like as well, but grapeseed oil is, a, is very neutral. I use like a, you know, a simple uh, grapeseed oil. Could be sunflower oil, could be any kind of a neutral oil. Olive oil will work too, but I like the neutral, uh, neutral flavor of the oil for this one. You have so much flavor going on already. Then we're gonna step three. So, you have the broth, you got the shrimp ready to be fried. We're gonna saute some corn garnish. So, for the corn garnish here, I have more fresh corns. I've got some uh, jalapeno, scallion, cilantro, and also some uh, lime juice. So, this is the garnish for my dish. So, we're gonna get my bo- cutting board again. We're gonna slice some scallions. I mean, this turns to be perfect because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lefty. So,
0: me too, chef. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> so, corn, jalapeno, little scallion, and that's gonna be my garnish for my, uh, for my dish. Excellent. I mean, you could. Uh, let me, I don't think I never uh, use my all my four burners here yeah, at the same time. <laughs> there you go. So for this, for the garnish, the garnish, the garnish, I use a little bit of a olive oil in a pan.
0: And I know the question's coming: Is that pan over
2: about medium heat or so? Medium heat, exactly. Excellent. I mean, you want the, you don't want the color you don't want the corn to be. I mean, cooking corn from a raw like that is it's so delicious. You know, when you saute it, it cooks so fast. Here's my broth, almost there. I have the oil going here. Okay. Of, course I, of course my burner is off. <sighs> One second.
0: Everyone's kitchens must smell amazing with that broth simmering away.
2: <laughs> no, really, the fragrance of the lemongrass on the ginger, with the sweet corn, is so delicious. So I'm adding some uh, scallion to my pan, there we go. A Little more heat, I'm gonna do jalapeno. We're gonna saute that together with the corn. Excellent.
0: And then, just to reiterate for everyone cooking along, that the the pan under the uh, the corn for the garnish is about medium heat, and then the the stock is kind of just lightly simmering, simmering. to
2: boil. Simmering, that's right. So we got the broth, we got the garnish, and then the oil for the shrimp.
0: Excellent. And that that pan under the oil for the shrimp is on too right now. It's on small. I don't want to go too
2: fast. Too fast. Okay. I mean, those little shrimp—they're gonna. They're like 20, 25 a pound, so they're going to cook very fast on each side.
0: Uh So don't go too much higher than medium on those shrimp, everybody.
2: No, exactly. So you can see jalapeno, scallion. I'm adding uh, my corn. Corn, corn, corn. It's a super corn dish. Sounds amazing. A little more salt.
0: Chef, what's your point of view on the uh, seeds or no seeds when you're using a fresh jalapeno?
2: This one has no, no seeds. I have a little cayenne in here, which is hot. The, the spicy oil, it depends. If you like it spicy, put everything in there. This one, uh, I don't put any. So it's all, it's all up to you. But you can remove half the seeds, leave them all, if you like it really spicy. So this Excellent. is going. I see my broth is ready. It's been 10 minutes. So... I'm gonna put my broth in a blender. Are you?
0: And for everyone at home, don't do it over your floor. He He's a professional.
2: <laughs> you know what? Uh, what's good, this this broth could be done in an instant pot as well, if you like to, huh. you know, which are very popular those days. So, there you go.
0: Just kind of enjoy. This is like a meditative moment for me. Everybody, I'm just watching this corn broth ripping that blender.
2: <laughs> it's a uh, so is, that a, is that
0: a Vitamix chef
2: or is that a different blender? It's a Vitamix. You can use a uh, any blender that you have. But so in my recipe, I say I said to uh, pass it to a sieve. I like it a little more chunky. So look at this corn. Oh. So I'm not gonna pass it, the corn is so tender, so sweet. But if you don't like the, the texture of a little bit of a corn skin, you should strain it. Here we are. So corn broth, corn garnish. Let's see if my oil is good here. Oh yeah, it's good. Nice.
0: Good to go. Shout out to Mary who already added that blender to her Amazon cart.
2: Hello. <laughs> beautiful. So one, two, three. Nice. Come up there. Nice.
0: And also, big shout out to Linda, Linda, and Maureen, buddies, all cooking in different kitchens. Hope it's coming along well. How is it?
2: <laughs> I'm going too fast, or I'm okay? I think you're good. On the, the mm-hmm. corners, you know the. I can smell the seafood. I can smell the corn, three corn, corn nuts, corn garnish, corn sauce. Pretty good. Good flavor.
0: I love seeing people cooking along in their kitchens.
2: Yeah. Actually the shrimp could be baked as well. It could go on a barbecue. It could be baked in the oven with a little olive oil if you don't have like to do deep fried like this. You know, so there's a, it's a very flexible dish. Chef, have you ever used an air fryer? Yes. Yeah? I did. Yeah, my son, Cedric, has one in his uh, kitchen. I used it the other day, it was unbelievable. Oh, wow. You know, on, uh, that will work very well for this, for sure. Nice. There we go, my corn is almost ready. I'm gonna test it, make sure it, uh, the seasoning is good. Nice. A little pinch of salt. Okay.
0: And Janine's giving a happy birthday to her twins, Gianna and Michael, who are cooking with us tonight. Happy birthday, Gianna and Michael.
2: Happy birthday. Oh my God, so, so crunchy. Hmm. You can see the shrimp are, are tuning pink, so the, the color is really, really there. You can see on the side if the shrimps are cooked. You want it to be translucent, but cooked all the way. You can see on the side here. So a little more, couple more minutes here. All right, the corn is ready.
0: We got Mike and Michelle from Atlanta are cooking with, Melissa and John from Naples for
2: Father's Day. I love these everybody's cooking yeah i love it fantastic thank you everybody for cooking with me here we are my shrimps are ready if it's a piece of fish it will take a little longer of course here we go nice. so the next step for the it's it's plating you know the plating is important but we want to add a little more flavor to our um, to our um Corn here. I'm adding a little bit of a uh, lime zest. Here, hold on. I was worried to lose my ear. In the- <laughs> here we are. So, a little lime zest here. I'm going to put some uh, lime juice. It's called it so sweet. A little lime juice. And I'm just going to add some, uh, a little bit of a, I'm going to tear apart some cilantro. There we go. The cilantro. There we go. So, for the plating of my dish, let me push everything away. So, we're gonna do a little uh, pile of uh, corn. You should smell this. It's really whoever does it, you must have the smell right now in the, in the kitchen. Yeah. We go. We're gonna add the shrimp. There we go. Presentation is uh, always necessary in those dishes. Here we go. I'm adding then the the corn sauce. You could say this corn sauce as a as a dipping sauce. You can serve it as a, it's good with everything. And then I'm adding a, maybe a little bit of a chai blossoms. On oh. most important, the flavor of the dish is my chili oil.
0: Wow, is that beautiful. Voilà. All right, there you have it. Thank you, Chef John George. And to you all, thank you for your support. Please stay safe and stay healthy, everybody. Have a good night.
2: Thank you very much. Have a good night.
1: Whether you just listened for fun or you actually cooked along with us, we thank you. If you did cook this recipe, take a pic and tag it with hashtag CookTracks. Let us know how it came out because we want to see it. Keep up to date with us on Instagram at CookTracks or at CookTracks.com. CookTracks is cooked up by my friends, Cappy, Ian Cohen, and Charlie DiGiello. And sometimes they let me, Rachel Ray, help out too. With editing from Joel Yeaton, music has been composed by Jeffrey David Goldford. Please rate and review or subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to CookTracks. We've got your back in the kitchen.